Good morning, and welcome to episode 220 of The Morning Light Show. We have my dear friend, Kelly Resendez, on the show today, sharing her wisdom and her light, and you're going to be so inspired by her to not only go for what you really want in your life, but to really get down into the depths of how you're thinking and how you're showing up and what type of energy you're bringing out into the world. Because that's really where the magic starts is within your own thinking and your own mind. And she is a master at helping you reframe and look at things from a new light. And I just am so excited to share her message with you today. And I know that you're going to get something out of it that will help you on your journey. Welcome to the Morning Light Show. I'm your host, Adair Cates. This show will offer you insights and inspiration to free your spirit, open your heart, and start your day off light and bright. All right, Morning Light Show listeners, we have a special treat today. We have my dear friend, Kelly Resendez, on with us. Say hello, Kelly. Hello. Kelly is a mom, a business executive, a best-selling author, an influencer, and she helps others to overcome self-sabotage and find more joy. Now, Kelly and I met back in December at the Women's Go Abundance event in San Diego, and we pretty much instantly hit it off, and we're recently in Nashville together, and Rumi's in Nashville, and something that I just love about you, Kelly, is you're so incredibly good at redirecting. So if I'm in a bad thought space and I'm like heading down this downward spiral, I know that I can call you and within like 10 seconds, you'll have me shifting in another direction. And I know that's one of the big things that you talk about in your book, Big Voices, and something that you use a lot as a strategy as a coach. But I thought it would be a good place for us to start. It's just Absolutely. What is that all about? Like, why is that so important? Yeah, I would just say it's really important when you, when you really understand the power of our thinking. You know, we don't recognize that like so much of our self-suffering, so much of our challenges is just brought on by the amount of thought that we place on certain things. And if we have the wrong thoughts about something, it can be devastating to us because it's just going to get bigger and bigger and bigger again. And so one of the strategies and lessons that I've learned most of my life, and it came from, you know, Eckhart Tolle, was really that the experience that I'm having is the experience that I need. And when you start to look at whatever it is that you are experiencing with a different lens, with that lens of gratitude, mm. and, and you're able to be able to move it into something that's positive, that's something that you can grow through, that it's something that you can look at differently than the lens that you've always had before, that's when you become super powerful. And one of my gifts has been you know, understanding and feeling how somebody else is feeling in that moment so that I can get them to look at it different. Because, you know, I look at, you know, when I talk about mindset, one of my favorite ways to describe mindset is, do you remember that toy that we used to have called the Viewmaster when we were oh, growing yeah. up? Is that, okay. Totally. So I just, I, tr I train people to believe that their thoughts and their emotions are actually separate. It's in this Viewmaster. And so as we're viewing a specific situation, we have the ability to click the button 
and look at something different. And when we do that, we become more powerful because then we aren't heavy with worry or frustration or any of these other things. We're able to just kind of, you know, allow whatever that is to help us, you know, and I would tell you probably my biggest teacher in this has been my children. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, I'm type A, I had everything put together in my life, you know, everything scheduled and, and you really, you know, you kind of get used to people liking and loving you. And then all of a sudden one day you have these alien creatures that come <laughs> home and say, you're not there yet, which I'm talking about as being teenagers or, oh. you know, pre I was thinking infants. I mean, oh. I felt like my infants were aliens. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, you're not very smart. Like pretty much everything that you say right now, I'm going to contradict. And if you like it, I won't like it. And so that has been my greatest teacher in letting go, honestly, has just been kind of just being able to see it as separate. You know, my old self would have been really, really upset, or I would have really taken a lot of things that my children did or said personally mm. and being able to reframe it, that it was an opportunity for me to grow, for me to let go more for me to be more accepting and unconditional with my love for them, even if they were being honorary little snot heads in that moment. So yeah, it doesn't sound a whole lot different from my four and a half year old yeah. daughters. I mean, you know, different into the spectrum, but I'm just reflecting on what you're saying from that perspective. And for me, you know, from there was, like you said, order and type A and some of that in my life. And then the kids came along and I'm just thinking about how their toys are everywhere and it's a mess and I can like barely keep the house picked up with them yeah. as part of that. And then being able to shift into a new perspective around that for me, when I get to a good place with it, it's, it's like, this is temporary. Like they're going to grow up and turn into teenagers and they're not going to want to come home and play yeah. at home. Right. Yeah. Like this is just a temporary phase that we're in. So it's, it's those simple shifts like that, that really do um, make all the difference. Now, this is something I often find with my clients when I'm coaching them, they'll get to a space where they're pretty good at reframing and then something happens and they actually start getting ticked off at themselves because they're still having to reframe. Yeah. Right. There is this false belief that we're going to arrive at this place that we're never going to need to reframe again. And yeah. I am always talking about like, that's not true. Like your life is going to present endless experiences and opportunities for you to like change that viewfinder. Right. So I'd love to hear your take on that as well. Yeah. This was an experience that I didn't realize was so common amongst people that are choosing to grow. Right. So you have this awakening, you know, and I, I start to look at my consciousness as, as really something that I started to focus on becoming more present and aware and, and whatnot in the early 2000s. And because you have wisdom, because you have information, when things don't go the way that you want or you don't act the way that you want, you know, like my coach says, I just pick up a two by four and hit myself with it mm. every single time. What I didn't realize is it was just making it worse. It was just making it worse over and over because there should never be a time that we are shaming ourselves, that we're resenting ourselves, that we're becoming angry at ourselves. And, you know, like with parenting or even in a leadership role, I see this a lot where somebody has regret about how they acted and yes. should learn from it 
you know, I, I coach to what I call my emotional, you know, trigger management plan because there are predictable triggers, especially with kids and with employees, that if you have a plan ahead of time, you're going to be more likely not to overreact mm, and yeah. you're going to be in that state of being able to respond, but there's never an appropriate time that you should be mad at yourself mm. and you got to know that going into it. Had I known that going into it, I would have saved a lot of heartache because I didn't realize how damaging it was. And I didn't know this, honestly, Adair, until I'm laying in a, you know, inner child meditation with Dr. Christiane Northrup, who's one of my favorites. And I had to go back. And as I'm going back and I, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, I'm pretty type A. I'm pretty pragmatic and, and whatnot, but I do dabble a little bit in the woo-woo space too. I was like, okay, inner child meditation, what's this going to be? And meeting my inner child, I was like, whoa, I have never experienced anything like this before. And all it was was simple. Like, why do you hate us so much? Aww, and what I yeah. found that I hated the person that I was before mm. my awakening and so when that programming showed up day to day, like you said, like, why do I have to reframe this? Why do I have to? It was just this old programming that was no longer serving me, mm. but I was separating. I had become, you know, what I kind of called, you know, my more, my highest and most authentic self from being in my big voice. And I referred to my former self as my billboard girl. And I really just kind of, I was constantly like saying things like, I don't even know who that person was. Like you would have never have liked or loved that person. I said so many bad things that I just didn't realize the devastation that it caused. And the minute that I got back into sync and I learned how to honor that part of myself and really just listen and, and be patient and, and give that aspect of myself the love and understanding that they deserve, life just ended up falling more into flow where wow. I just, the stuff still comes up, you know, I'm single. And when you're, when you're single and like stuff and dating comes up, I'm like, Whoa, where did that 12 year old just like go? blindsided oh, sometimes, you know, whatever, you know, it's just silly nonsense. Like when you just make stories up and you're oh, like, yeah. what, what, what is that? Like, I am an intelligent, wise human being. Like, why am I doing that? And yep. then it's like, I know why I'm doing that. Cause when I was 12, I didn't get attention from, you know, whatever boy it was at that time. Mm -hmm. So I just say, love and honor yourself work to not beat yourself up. Last thing you want to do is beat yourself up for beating yourself up for exactly. making a choice. So we just want to, we want to let go of all that. Yeah, it's huge. You said something really profound there that I've talked about before on the show. And this, it's this whole idea of separating. Yes. And when we go into a place of like sabotage or regret, or sometimes just when we're in a shitty mood, we yeah. like separate from ourselves. And I don't, it, it's hard to describe what it is. Is it, is it separating from your inner child? Is it separating from like a certain aspect of yourself? How would you define that? Yeah, I would say it's just this place where you're being guided by something other than your highest and most authentic self. Got so it. what we need to be in is alignment. And that means no inner, no inner conflict, mm -hmm. like no inner conflict. I'm not saying yes when I really want to say no. I'm not pleasing when I really need to retreat and spend some time on my own. 
So when you look at alignment, you know, that's been a top aspect or value that guides me in my life is alignment. It's just, how can I be more clear? How can I remove internal conflicts? And for me, internal conflicts affect me physically. So if I had a situation with somebody at work that I needed to have a conversation, until I have that conversation, I can actually feel it in my throat. Yeah, absolutely. And so you may feel it in your gut or it might show up in back pain or here, or there, or whatever, but we just want to, we want to just move towards this place of removing the internal conflict that we're having so that we can be in alignment. And when we separate from self or source, you know, I'm very faith-based. So, you know, I really do use God's guidance to be able to help me make decisions on daily basis. But the minute that our ego and it shows up every day it's still telling the stories it's still trying totally. to limit what my potential is and i just am an allowance of it i'm like thank mm. you and that's practice now it's just thank you you're just trying to stop me from getting hurt and i appreciate mm. that yeah I and that's staying it. integrated right it's like integrated it's a yeah. part of me and I will tell you, one of the things that gets faith-based people into trouble sometimes is that they will refer to that aspect as the enemy. Right. And, and, I'm like, and it's the enemy, the enemy is not going to be that blatant. <laughs> like, the enemy <laughs> you to beat yourself up. That's how the enemy is going to get you. Yeah. It's not going to be that blatant. Like, oh, I'm just going to throw you some thoughts that are, you know, in opposition. That's too easy. They're yeah. going to, they're going to make you think that those thoughts are thrown by them, you know? And so, you know, I just say, love all of you, all yeah. the parts, you I know, just when we're humaning, as Abraham Hicks says, like, he's like, okay <laughs> with it. Like I'm just humaning right now. Yeah. I just lost my shit on the kids or I made this mistake or whatever and shoulder shrug. I'm good. Everything always works out. Okay. For me. Yes. And I, that's where I find, you know, there's so much in, in my coaching relationships and even, even in myself, when I'm like coaching myself is as soon as I get into that internal battle and conflict and separation, and I get out of self-love and even self-inquiry, like just yeah. being curious about what's yeah. happening inside of me is another way that I go around this is just by asking myself some good questions. Like, let's see if we can get your, let's get, the mind gets very distracted by questions. And, yes. you know, if you ask the right question, it's more than yeah. likely going to lead you into a direction that you want to go. So yeah, I love this whole idea of alignment and being really mindful to, sh it's like showing up for yourself. So for me, it's like, I'll, I'll imagine taking myself by the hand and that's Absolutely. how I describe it. And being trusting of it. You know, I yeah. love that you brought up these questions because a couple of my major questions recently with some things that I'd experienced personally were, how can I feel more loved? And then trusting that God in the universe is going to give you those reasons. One of my questions recently was, how can I feel more protected? And wow. I literally... The next day I'm on a hike with one of my best guy friends and he grabs me from walking right into a rattlesnake. I'm like, wow, I feel so protected right now. And it's wow. like, boom, like you've got to trust that as you ask these questions, like how can I feel more valued that you'll totally. get a text from somebody that says, wow, I just want you to know how amazing you are. Like you've got to know that when you get curious with God, you get curious, it, it delivers. 
It's so incredibly, it's so incredibly true and powerful. And there's nothing like the more, the more I understand like the science behind it, there's actually nothing woo woo about it because spirit and science are really interconnected. They're really the same thing. It's just quantum physics. There's no objective reality. We're creating our reality constantly by the questions we're asking, by the frames we have on, by the viewfinder that we're looking through, right? With our energy. Yeah. Um, and our attention. So as we wrap up today, I always love to ask my guests about how they keep their energy and vibration high. And, you know, what, what are the practices and habits that you do on a regular basis yeah. to keep you in that good mindset, Kelly? Absolutely. And it's such an important one. You know, one of the greatest, um, I would just say just bits of wisdom that I've gotten has come from Brendan Bruchard. And that's when he talks about your energy being like a power plant, that it doesn't start with anything, that your job is to generate it. And so when I look at three things in my life, energy, creativity, and passion, I look at all three of those things as being something that I've got to generate instead of it being like, I just am not creative today. Well, did I generate creativity? Mm. Did I spend time looking or doing things that are outside of my normal routine? Because if I'm just going to be in a routine, I'm not going to be very creative. And so I've got to make sure that every single day, you know, I do my morning ritual 365 days out of the year. And so that's a non-negotiable for me. And in my morning ritual, you know, that's where I'm, I'm able to put God first. Mm-hmm. You know, I look at my priorities as being something that's just non-negotiable in my life. So it goes God, my physical and emotional being, and then my kids, and then my job or family and, and whatnot. And so I look at those priorities every day. And I ask myself that question, how can I prioritize, you know, what's really important to me today. How can I show up? And then I go through, you know, I review my goals every day. Mm. I review my vision. I review my I am statements. And then I journal every day. Mm. And when I journal, that's when I use the curiosity. That's when I ask the questions. That's when I'm clear about the help that I need. And, you know, one of our, our mentors, John Berghoff, one of the greatest things that I've recently added since December into my world has really been using the ask and the give. And I've used this professionally and in business where I really got clear on the help that I needed. And so any conversation that I have, you know, I just met with a financial planner before our call. I'm really clear like, hey, the way that you could support me in my mortgage business is this, or in my speaking business, it's this. And then what can I do to support you personally or professionally? And so I'm already knowing every day what help I need so that I can find ways to articulate it. My goal is that I do three gives a day. So it's three selfless gives a day is my part of my winning week formula. And so besides the discipline and the goals and, and other things, it is, you know, I've got to maintain my physical well-being and I eat really healthy. Um, I'm a no sugar, no meat girl. And mm-hmm. so, you know, I, I definitely, whatever works for you, I think that when you journal your energy level and you journal what you eat and how you feel, it will help you be able to, to figure out, you know, I did a juice diet or cleanse and at one point, and I dropped like a rock for like 45 days because it's, it's not good for my body. 
you know, way too much fructose, but there are other people that are going to tell you being heavy on juice and, and things like that are great for them. So just, you know, you know, authentically, like, you know, deep in your soul, what's going to give you the most creativity, passion and whatnot, but you got to work on your life. You know, most people just live it and you got to stop. You've got to spend the time to really just say, what life do I want to create for myself? And, Mm -hmm. you know, the number of people that both you and I come into contact with that don't believe that they write their own story. That's where you start. We write this story. So sit down, create it know that you're so powerful that you're able to do that. And and I'm just, I'm grateful for my journey that has allowed me to put in place those things that I do have the vision for how I want my life. And it's constantly changing. You know, it's, it's one day I want this and and it's okay, but you know, I, I have to cultivate it. So for anybody believes like I'm just not an energetic person or I'm just not a creative person, or I just don't have passion right now, it's your responsibility. So figure out what feeds your soul. You know, when I went through a divorce, you know, seven years ago, I had just been raising kids. I didn't even know what I liked to do. And so sitting and being like, what do I want to do? Well, I want to read. I want to take baths. I want to take hikes in nature. I want to, you know, find like-minded people like yourself through, through groups like GoFundance, but I had to take the initiative. I had 100%. to go out and yes. seek. It's not going to find you until you start yes. asking the questions. You, yes. the cool thing is you can literally just ask a question or even just feel a snippet of energy of what you want to feel. And then the universe will show you more of that. Completely. Yeah. Completely. yeah. All the time. And owning it. Like celebrating, yeah. like I totally just created that. Like, wow, oh my gosh, that. it's so amazing. I am so powerful. You know, yeah. and I again being faith-based, I give it all to him. I do. That's yeah. where I am in my life. However, I still know that he's given me all these tools. So he doesn't expect me just to sit and be idle. I gotta take responsibility every day for that. Yeah. It's huge. It's huge. I love I love that. I love what you're saying about you've got to generate it. You've got to go out there and yeah. you've got to, you got to create the power that's in your power plant. And I talk about energy a ton on the show and you know, how that creates our life yeah. Energy is the essence of, of who we are. So it's really yeah. stuff. Yeah. Well, and also, I would tell you when, you, when you asked about the daily thing, it's yeah. habits are so important. Oh my gosh. It's everything. Choosing the right habits. And, and that's really where you've got to spend some time and say, what are the habits that are going to get me closer to my vision? Yeah. And you know, I, of course the first excuse or pushback is, well, I don't have time for that. You know, I got to get up and get the kids ready and get them to school. And you do have time because if you think about all the time that's wasted with your shitty mindset or your shitty energy, yeah. I'm like if you'll be proactive on the front end of your day for 15, even just 15 minutes, yeah, um, you'll feel the benefit of that within seven days. I'm a hundred percent sure of it. And then you're going to want more. That's yeah. typically what happens with everybody that starts any type of morning ritual. Well, and simple things like I cut TV out seven years ago. Mm-hmm. I cut reading people magazine out, you know, eight years ago, it's just silly things. All that time adds up. 
you know, I wrote my book, Big Voices is a 340 page personal growth book, which is way too long, but it was more about my journey. Yeah. I wrote it in the morning while I was being a parent and running my company and other things. So, you know, it's just time to let go of the excuses because we really just got to get to the heart of what we want. We, We need more people to rise up. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. And get rid of all the distractions and get really centered and focused on being intentional and yes. passionate about life. Yes. That's so wonderful. Well, I'm super grateful to have you in my life. You're an amazing human and always somebody that I can call and rely on. And I'm so, so grateful to have you in my life. And I want to share you with my audience as well. So what's the best way for them to find you? Yeah. So if you want to check out bigvoicesrise.com, you know, definitely just got a lot of free resources for you. And, you know, you can also check out my course on writing a new story as well uh, there on the website. So definitely would love to connect with anyone that you work with because I know that they must be pretty darn special. <laughs> I love my, I love my listeners. That's for sure. And guys, I'll put a link in uh, the resources as well. So you guys can easily access that. And Kelly, thanks again for being on the show. We'll have to have you back. because I think you. we can probably ah. offer hours and hours. hours. Absolutely. <laughs> awesome, hun. Thank you for having me. That's a wrap for this episode of the Morning Light Show. If you enjoyed today's show, please subscribe and share with your loved ones. And for more insights and inspiration, check out my website at firstleadyou.com. Thanks again for listening and I'll catch you next time.